Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, my pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to bring on a special guest. He's part of the family, actually, and that'll be Daniel Turner with Power of the Future. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with grateful hearts, Father, as well as heavy hearts. Grateful because of the great God that you are and the many blessings you have bestowed upon us. Heavy hearts, Father, because of our sins. And what we see the sin of complacency and lack of compassion has done to this nation. So, Father, we ask that you will put a fire in us again, a revival in those who are yours, and an awakening for those who do not know you. Let us lead, Father, in wisdom and discernment. Let us have courage. Father, protect us from all that is evil. For Satan is having a great time here in America today. He's captured children, captured individuals. We have human trafficking going on. We have all kinds of lies and corruption and theft and violence. But Father, may your children show love and show wisdom. But may we stand on righteousness, Father. And may our anger be a righteous anger. But help us to bring this nation back home to you. I ask for your protection over all of those who are going through this persecution by our government. For President Donald J. Trump and I saw where one of our, one of his attorneys actually turned himself in today in Georgia. Father, be with each and every one of these. Exonerate them, Father, and bring truth and justice to America again. For such a time as this, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I made an attempt. You know me. I like to do the little poems. And I made a really sad attempt today. I started out with that old phrase that I, my third grade teacher, he used to march around the classroom and he'd say, What fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? So in thinking of what... The climate change individuals have been doing to this nation. I tried to come up with another rhyme. Now, remember, I wrote a very long poem, uh, Dr. Seuss style, uh, when uh, the Green New Deal meets Uncle Sam. This is kind of along that same line, but it's very poorly done because I I was having a little uh, writer's block, I guess, this morning. But I put, what fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? Then I began... We are naive if we believe the existential threat they claim is indeed called climate change. They claim we must protect the land, but it's all a colossal scam. 
The demand, they demand land preservation, but they refuse conservation. Our forests are ablaze, but the climate is not to blame. They are the great deceivers. The earth is not at risk. All plant life needs CO2, and then it produces what is good for you, oxygen. Without CO2, there is no H2O. Their zero CO2 campaign will save our planet, they do claim. But CO2 is good for you. Their plan of zero is no hero. (laughs) Rudy's shaking his head. Just a little bit longer, Rudy, just a little bit longer. Great stewards we should be, so let's all plant more trees. I see the forest, and I see the trees. I realize this is all good for me. (laughs) Okay, perhaps I should put this little rhyme to rest. (laughs) We'll work on it later and see if it has any life in it. But I was listening and reading this morning many reports, interviewing others, but the best of all was Daniel Turner with Power of the Future. He was being interviewed on Fox with uh, uh, Cavuto, I believe it was. And what happened in Maui? How can we prevent it? The residents there are very angry, and they have every right to be. Climate change is a hoax, my friends. You've got to understand that there is zero truth in it. The green agenda is killing more people than the change in the climate they claim we should fear. Mostly, criminal 95% chance of corruption is the weather these days when we're talking about climate change. And we welcome Power the Future's Daniel Turner. Daniel, how are you doing? Oh, Beth Ann, I'm happy now that I'm talking to someone with common sense. So, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I had all kinds of things here today. And uh, by the way, you did an excellent job on Cavuto, but you always do an excellent job. I saw that on Twitter. I saw your little video there and watched that this morning. Um, thank you. I don't. Go ahead. No, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. <laughs> I was. I. What's it going to take for us to make Americans understand that this is all a big hoax? I mean, we saw what happened in Maui, and I have a. I have a report here from a Reese report that I shared with my listeners yesterday, and it is the tangled web of deceit is just unreal. What happened there in Maui, and um, they're claiming climate change. Uh, I've seen an article here from Just the News that. Uh, they're wanting, and I thought he had done it once, maybe he just threatened it, but they're wanting him, the president, to declare a climate emergency. And uh, I'm thinking, what would that look like? More lockdowns? More loss of businesses? Um, what would something like that look like? Anyway, I know you've, you've visited Maui, and I, I'm not physically there, but you've been talking about that. Let's talk a little bit about what did happen in Maui. Yeah, and, and, and I've tried to make this point over and over again, that it obviously is tragic what's happened. Oh, um, absolutely. And and the tremendous loss of life. That, that could be over a 1,000 at this point. There are still over a 1,000 people uh, undocumented or un, un, uh, unaccounted for, um, a large percentage of them children. Yes. Um, so, so, of course, that should be our top re- responsibility, our biggest priority. Um, it, it is tragic to see elected officials immediately turn this into the opportunity to bash your political opponents. Uh, Hawaii's two senators have been bashing Republicans. Somehow a state that's run by Democrats, controlled by Democrats, has nothing but elected Democrats 
But what happens there is is the fault of Republicans, of course, and that's just because our elected officials are 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 are, are vile for the most part. They're mm. they're yes, partisan. They they're they're bad people. Genuinely bad people. But but there's a lot of things that we don't know what caused the fires in Maui, and I'll make that very clear. Yes, we don't know what caused the fires in Maui, but there are a lot of things, uh, um, comments, reports before the fires that need to be addressed. One of them, which I think is the most uh, um, shocking, um, and I think your audience would would, would agree with me, is um, Maui's water commissioner is a a man named M. Kaleo Manuel, who's native Hawaiian. He talks proudly about his native Hawaiian beliefs and practices, and and in native Hawaiian religion, water is a god. And he talks about how he sees his job as commissioner to revere water and not use it as a utility, a utility, but to revere it as a god. Well, we know that the folks in Maui had equitable water distribution, and we know that for hours water was not arriving as the place was burning down. Is this an example of neo-pagan philosophy taking root in our culture? And the example, yes, it is. That is a, that is a pagan belief that water is a god. And when you know, paganism is allowed to up, run our culture and our policies, this is the result you get. According to Native Hawaiian religion, he did the right thing. According to us, he cost people's lives. Lives, thousands probably, yet, and um, and he's not sorry. He had no. no 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 remorse for it. Anyway, we're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've got a lot more to talk about. I have some more questions for Daniel, and uh, we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So everything that happened in Maui, or what it appears, we don't have all the information yet. I'm not sure we'll ever get all the information, Daniel. But there's all kinds of things that what they call preservation instead of conservation uh, that led to this. And lead and, and it leads to the other fires in this nation as well. And uh that, but it also said here that the gentleman that didn't didn't allow the sirens to go off, he has no remorse. Isn't that insulting? That, that uh, it said, is. I, I didn't turn off. The, I didn't put on the sirens because we usually reserve them for tsunamis, and I was afraid if I put on the sirens, people would start running. Are people? Do you really think people are that dumb that they were going to run, run into out of the their fire towards the fire? Just and and the and the media just nods and they write it down because he's a Democrat and because we don't want to make the Democrat establishment or the woke establishment look incompetent. But but how insulting! I, and Beth and I've said this so many times on your show. The American people are so angry of government treating them like children, and that that is treating people like children. Oh, I was afraid they would have run the wrong way, so I didn't sound the alarm. How dare you? It, it, it's, it's beyond insulting. It's very controlling, and that's what climate change is about, is controlling. Now, I, this Brilliant other point. report that I had, and I don't know if you've heard anything. I don't understand this. They did show this guy not wanting to make a comment, and that's with without any warnings, without any water, the people tried to flee. But they were stopped by the police who had orders to keep the people from escaping. Mm. And the Maui chief of police is John Pelletier, who was the incident officer at one of the biggest cover-up operations in U.S. history in the 2017 Los Angeles shootings. So he went from Los Angeles to Hawaii. Yay them. They hired some really smart guy down there. And uh, I don't know what... 
if this is true or not. This that what I got here was from Infowars. Um, yeah. It's uh, so I, I no, I'm not trying to insult Infowars, folks. I'm just saying I don't have any substantiate. I don't have anything to substantiate it 100. percent They did uh, show him trying to. They were trying to interview him, trying to ask him questions, and he was avoiding them. So, yeah, I had seen that as well, and it's definitely. Again, if nothing else, Bethann, it's, it's worth investigating, and isn't Absolutely. that our job? But when we get to dismiss everything as caused by climate change, the we investigation ceases. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to figure out. There's no reason to do an after action, and government incompetence, uh, uh, and and sometimes even official cover up, is is ignored because we surrender to the climate change narrative. Another example, just as deadly as the the Mr. Manuel saying water is a god and we have to distribute it equitably. Um, another problem is the Utility Commission has known for years yes. that their electric poles were sparking. Um, but resources were diverted away from replacing electric lines to building out wind and solar to hit Hawaii's new green energy mandates. And the green energy mandates are an example of when you have elected officials who are woke and have an agenda but don't understand the way the electric grid works or the way they understand anything. If you had some moron elected official in, in Springfield who started telling Missouri farmers, you need to produce X percentage of your crops this way, well, you'd be forced to stop farming the way you normally do it and farm because you have to follow the law. Well, the law says 50% has to be renewable by X date. So the Utility Commission has to follow the law. So they're not doing the work they would be doing, like upgrade and maintenance, they're doing what the elected officials want them to do. So when people say whether whether sparks caused by the electric grid, they will blame the utility commission. And as far as I am concerned, who they should blame is whoever introduced the legislation in the Hawaii legislature. That's right. That X percent has to be green by this year. They are the ones who caused the fires. Maisie Hirona was standing there with Joe Biden yesterday, and it was just disgusting. It was just absolutely disgusting. There was no compassion for these people that have lost so much. Very few were there. And as his motorcade was coming and going, they were uh, making signs with their fingers uh, towards the president. And I thought, and I think, you know, Hawaii's Democrat. <laughs> it's a Democrat state. Are, are they going to learn anything from this? I doubt it. And then I, I doubt the, it. the thing that popped in my mind when you said they wanted to put on the the uh, uh, the windmills, the solar windmills and such. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, where's Representative Hank Johnson? He's going to tell them that it's going to tip the island over if they put those things Hell, on there. Capsize. Absolutely. I mean, these are <laughs> we have elected incompetent people across the board. And um, I just tweeted during the commercial break because I was reminded of an incident back in Thanksgiving of 2017 when Sarah Huckabee Sanders, as the White House press secretary, had the gall to to put a photo of a pecan pie that she made online. And for three days, the White House press correspondents, the White House Correspondents Association, demanded proof that she made that pie. It was similar when one of the Trump kids posted a photo of Lego, and the White House Correspondents Association demanded proof that that little boy made that Lego himself without the help of the adult. 
And here you have <laughs> Joe Biden telling a story yesterday that, you know, the fire reminds me of a fire we had. Almost had. I almost yeah. lost my Corvette and my cat. Almost lost this. Almost. This people, thing is people whose children burned to death. And he's saying, we almost lost it, my 67 Corvette, and he chuckles, and my cat. And you say, you spent three, I wish April Ryan from the White House Correspondents Association is listening to your program. You spent days asking Sarah, B. Huckie, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for proof about a damn pie, excuse my French, a pie. And here is the president talking about his car and his cat to the moms and dads of people whose children burned to death. And there is silence from the press corps. Donald Trump got indicted. Let's talk about that. CNN. What does this mean for silence? That is how revolutions are started. That is the type of anger the American people, and maybe that's why the Hawaiians were giving a certain finger to the president. That's the type of of anger that foments social unrest that will turn ugly. And and I am afraid about the ugly because... If I am this angry about this, Beth Ann, and I know your audience is, imagine the moms and dads of, of those whose children burn to death. And if we allow the backlash, if we allow the anger to get the hold of us, to get the better hold of us, then then we're doomed as a society. And and yeah, that's what backlash that. is. That's when people like you and me just turn our eyes the other way because we're so angry and so un- and and I am angry about this. He talked about his cat and his Corvette. A thousand people missing, and Jake Tapper, and and who was the guy who would scream at Donald Trump for four years straight from CNN? Um, I can't remember oh, his Todd? name. Todd Acosta. Oh, Acosta, that's Bob right, Acosta. Where Jim. is Mr. How can we forget now? Jim? <laughs> Where is he? He talked about his cat and his Corvette. A thousand people missing. That's the level of outrage you have to take with you to the election box. But that is the mentality of the left, all of them. They they are very shallow. That's why a pecan pie, they can't do anything themselves. So how could she possibly have made that pecan pie? Great point. (laughs) That's a great point. Seriously, they can't do anything. When push comes to shove, they're the ones that are going to be completely underwater and i'm not talking about climate change i'm talking about the dangers (laughs) of everything else they are the ones who aren't going to be able to survive they are not preppers they can't make a pecan pie i doubt that they can really push the button too well on their microwave they are incapable of survival on their own and uh so Yes, it does make me angry, and it's good that we're angry, but we need us. I had a listener in Nebraska. She used to say, it's got to be a righteous anger. So we need to focus this anger and direct this anger in the right way to make changes. Climate change is nothing more than communism. That's all it is. It's a land grab. It's control of the people. And you can see what happened in Maui. I hope Hawaii wakes up and understands they want your land. That's what they want. The elites are the ones pushing this. The World Economic Forum is pushing climate change because they want everything you got. Everything. Now, I want to talk about... And, and maybe you've got something else and whatever you want to talk about we'll do. But I want to talk about this Ford CEO that he took a road trip. 
<laughs> he took a road trip in his F-150 Lightning, and uh, he had a few problems. And I thought I thought it might be good to discuss that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Power the Futures CEO, founder, Daniel Turner. And we'll be right back. with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. For companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. For such a time as this, 
We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I'm reading this article uh Daniel, about the CEO there of Ford, Jim Farley. So he takes, he's got a reality check here. So he takes a little trip in his uh, F-150 Lightning, and uh, it didn't go so well. He found out when he had to fill it up, it took 40 minutes just to get it to 40%. This is an electric car, folks, that we're talking about. And uh, he goes on and says, well, we got some work to do because <laughs> he realizes it isn't going to be that good for the people. No wonder they ain't buying them. But, you know, I'm thinking, and I think you might have the answer because you're all knowledge and I really trust you. But how much fossil fuel does it take? To build a charging station. <laughs> Not just the charging station, but to build the EV itself. And that's kind of the joke about the whole industry is that you use more fossil fuels to create vehicles that are supposed to offset fossil fuels than if you just use the fossil fuels in the first place to begin with. So there's a logical inconsistency here, which is where... I will argue with, with um, heck, members of Congress when I testified or when I do town halls at the Q&A. If you tell me the goal of your movement is to eliminate the use of fossil fuels and we're going to do that by using EVs, well, you're doing the opposite. So why do you continue to push EVs? And then they will say, we need to push EVs because we have to go green and stop using fossil fuels and i'll say okay but you're using more fossil fuels and there's no response and that's when you realize even though they'll make fun of us beth ann and they'll call us <laughs> in foil hat that's when you realize oh it's not about the fossil fuels no it's, it's not about a much larger agenda of control and if you are in an ev you are so much easier to control than if you are in a combustion engine vehicle you know something else, and I just thought of this, and I don't have the information in front of me as far as how much it takes. But my daddy helped me with this when I was a little girl in the fifth or sixth grade. I had to write a little story about this. And he actually ended up writing it. I couldn't hardly read it, but actually mom wrote it, but dad told her what to write. My dad was a supervisor at Owens Corning Fiberglass. And Owens Corning Fiberglass in Fairfax, Kansas, and uh, we lived in Kansas City. We grew up, I grew up in Raytown, Missouri. And he um, he told what it took to keep those ovens burning. Now, I'm pretty sure those ovens, because they had to burn really, really hot, and it cost more to shut them down. 
So therefore, they kept that plant running 24-7. Yep. So if you worked on the, you had to work rotating shifts, but they wouldn't shut it down for holidays either. And some of the holidays, they got triple time. But you had to work. It wasn't an option. <laughs> you didn't say, oh, yeah, I'll work Christmas this year. No, if it was your shift, you had to work. And, uh, but everybody wants to put more fiberglass, more insulation in their homes. But to get that insulation made, you have to have the coal or the gas burning furnaces. And that's what I can't remember if they were coal or, or, uh, gas furnaces. I would say probably coal because Rudy's squinching as he's going to look it up real fast. Whatever it was, it burns the hottest. That's what's going to burn. I assume coal only because not to remotely question your age, Bethann. I know you're only in your <laughs> mid-30s. But yeah, that's I'm right, twice. But stamp as to when your father was working, probably natural gas was not as prevalent as coal would have been. So I'm guessing coal, but they could have been natural gas plants. Uh, Rudy's doing a little quick search on that. You know, I had a brother that retired from there, too. And uh, so I know that regardless, it was it was either coal or it was gas, they kept mm-hmm. those furnaces going because it cost more to shut them down and get them back up to the heat that was needed yep. to burn that glass, to make that fiberglass. <laughs> to uh, So that's, you know, that's another thing when thinking of being, and we all want our houses insulated. You know, it cuts back down on the costs of our costs yep. of heating or cooling our homes. And, so and if, as the president has been pushing for... for hundreds of billions of dollars for things like insulated homes and, and weatherproofing and weather uh, energy-efficient shingles and windows, mm-hmm. there's definitely a benefit for that. Clearly, absolutely shouldn't be paying for it, but there's a benefit for having quality products. But all those products are made from fossil fuels. So you also scratch your head and say, well, Mr. President, if you want everyone to get better insulated homes to save energy then why are you punishing the industries that produce the raw materials for that said insulation, that very, those, those tiles, right? I remember when, when President Biden not long ago was standing outside of a bridge. It may have been in Missouri. Uh, it was in your neck of the woods, um, <laughs> and they were building a bridge, and he was standing with members of the uh, Iron Workers Union and saying how proud they were because thanks to our infrastructure bill, uh, we're going to rebuild this bridge and iron workers. I wanted to say, Mr. President, that's great. I'm happy that we're building a new bridge. But you do realize that to make iron, you need to burn an awful lot of coal. Yes, and you. if we're not burning American coal, then that means we're not buying American iron and steel. steel. We're buying it from foreign countries. So so is your infrastructure bill like your Inflation Reduction Act? Is it just a gift to China? Which we know you get your profit from anyway, right? We know you benefit from China. Absolutely. But are we buying American products? Well, if you talk to him about Trump's tariffs to protect American steel, he would tell you that's bad for the world order. And and, and yet the, the very raw materials we need for that American steel and that American fiberglass at Owens Corning, he is punishing. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. What is the old expression? They speak with forked tongue. 
because they'll say one thing here and then another thing there. It's just whoever the audience is, who they're wanting to please at that moment in time, whose vote they want at that moment in time. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I don't remember what bridge that was, but I kind of remember seeing him, and it might have been here in the state of Missouri. We have a few bridges. We have a few rivers. <laughs> we have that big old Missouri River that goes through here, and uh, we have, uh, you know, it meets the Mississippi not too far from here in St. Louis area. But you know, it's, um, it's crazy what they're pushing. And I have made a Beth prediction and we'll see how well that is, but I believe there will be some kind of something happen before the election in November of next year. And I don't know what it'll be, but they're going to have some kind of catastrophe. Something is going to happen, some kind of chaos. And when I was reading today about them wanting him to claim a climate emergency, I thought, what would that look like? What do you think, Daniel? What would an emergency, a climate emergency, look like? You know, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's something that my organization is starting to develop right now. And I've seen a number of members of the media talking about this. And we will best understand what a climate emergency is by looking at the COVID emergencies. Yes, and, and that's what I was thinking. what the COVID emergencies entail. Um, I can run through them very quickly. First thing is fear. They have to scare you that you're going to die. They have to scare you that, that we are an imminent threat. They have to keep people afraid. Um, censorship. If you say anything that contradicts the narrative, if you question wearing masks, if you question the data, they have to shut you down completely. Um, exemptions or lockdowns would be third, right? They get to determine what churches stay open, what businesses stay open, which ones are essential and what workers are not essential. So lockdowns are important. Uh, exemptions are very important because they're special, right? Just like Nancy Pelosi was allowed to get her hair cut, and Terry's allowed to have a private chain, a private jet. Uh, they're special. Their mission is so important that they don't have to follow the rules. So the, the climate emergencies will exactly near the COVID emergencies, except the environmentalists have wanted this for years. They've wanted this for decades. And they're envious of the COVID people. The COVID people got it quickly. So when we come back from a, want it now. When we come back from a break, it is also going to be very controlling as to what temperature you have your uh, furnace on or air conditioner on. We're headed into a break. We'll talk about that when we come back, but it's going to be very, very controlled. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Power of the Futures, Daniel Turner. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. From the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America, gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. 
cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Studies have shown that soy in food products could be harmful to your health. Your doctor may have put you on a soy-free diet. If so, you can choose to buy eggs that are delicious, nutritious, and absolutely soy-free. Look in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or your local natural market for Ben Roberts soy-free eggs in the red and white checkered box. Ben's chickens are fed a healthy diet of soy-free food, which results in soy-free eggs. The American Breast Cancer Foundation has endorsed Ben Roberts eggs for women who need to avoid eating soy. Find Ben Roberts eggs in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, and your local health food store. If you don't see them, ask for them. Ben Roberts soy-free eggs are delicious and healthy. Who could ask for more? So make the choice to eat healthier and look for Ben Roberts eggs in the unique red and white checkered box. You'll be glad you did. What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stubert didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Order Jim's book today. What if things were made in America again? Send twenty four ninety five to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Let's build it in America, buy it in America, and bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, we're past the pandemic, but yet some of these colleges are opening up and they're going to demand masks again and vaccines again. And so when the government takes control, there is no liberty for the people. And that's just the plain truth of it all. And and just for my listeners who listen every day, because I tell him my daddy was a piano tuner, which he was, and then I just got through talking about Owens Corning fiberglass. Well, he worked at Owens Corning fiberglass, and then he took night classes and learned to tune pianos, and eventually we moved away from the hustle and the bustle of the city, and Dad did a Green Acres like Eddie Arnold, and we moved to the country, and he went into full-time uh, business for himself, tuning pianos. 
and repairing them as well. But what we, what we're looking at, I think, and I'm going to let you get back on what Power of the Future is, is working on, but they're going to control the thermostats and they're going to control your water. Years ago, they thought we were all the black helicopter people and now we know those do exist. But they don't want you to have rain barrels. Uh, you're too young to remember, but maybe great grandma, maybe you met a great grandma that had a rain barrel outside and they caught the rain and they used that for washing their hair, maybe washing the floor or something like that. And, um, <clears throat> they didn't drink out of it necessarily, but you could if you cleaned her up a little bit. But they don't even want you to do that because they believe they own it all. That's agenda 21. They own, they own, the government owns every drop of water. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to what an emergency would look like a climate emergency yeah and 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 that's that's a great point of how they they do see everything as being owned by the government um first of all money is all the money is theirs and they'll tell you it's because they print it so all the money belongs to them and they allow you to have some of it but it really is theirs and of course then everything else follows the water is theirs the land is theirs that's why every time a democrat is elected president they make these enormous land grabs and they declare 500,000 acres here and there a new national park or a new national monument. Biden just declared a new national monument in New Mexico recently, mm. claiming all that land for the government. Now you can't do anything with it because some bureaucrat in, in D.C. is in charge. Um, so, so we have to always be very afraid of, of that. Um, but the climate emergencies are something I am genuinely concerned about. It was not long ago that Barack Obama talked about we can't just live in a world where you think you can set your thermostat to 72 degrees and not have any consequences. And then an article came out that said he liked the White House in the high 60s because he wanted to keep his jacket on and he liked the chill. And you say, well, the president's allowed to certainly have his thermostat, and no one, no one budged. They were like, well, of course, he's the president. He doesn't have to follow the rules that the idiots like you and I have to follow. So right. absolutely, thermostats would be would be natural. Water would be natural. If you have a well, I think it's an almost inevitable that eventually your state legislature will pass a rule that says even for citizens who have a well, they should have some sort of meter just so we can determine how much water they're using. And they will say it's because, look, Beth Ann, the water belongs to all of us, right? And if you're using too much, we just need to know... And that's the first step. And it's, it's inevitable because that is the way they see the world. They see themselves as, as the owners of property rights, and, and they, are, they, are, they allow you to have them, but they are not innately yours. It's why the left often fights with our founding documents. If they believe your, your rights don't come from God, your rights come from the government. Yeah. They'll tell you that seriously. And because... They believe that the rights come from the government. The government can take them away. And we saw the government take away your right to go to church, your mm-hmm. right to your First Amendment rights were gone when COVID was con- declared an emergency. Your freedom of religion was gone. Watch it. You're on still the, fighting it. Your, yeah. Your freedom. Yeah. Your freedom of speech gone. You can't publish those things on on online. Uh, and if you do, your neighbors will rat you out. Right. Your right to assembly was gone unless it was Black Lives Matter. They were allowed to assemble, and Antifa, I forgot both of them. They were allowed to assemble and protest, and that was necessary. But if you wanted to assemble and protest, oh, no, no, no. They would have you arrested because you're, you're a threat. 
And so that is what the climate emergencies will be. The only difference is that the climate emergencies will never end because we can never declare victory against an enemy we can't identify. That's like our war against terror. Never ended. 20 years later, 4,000, 5,000 farm boys dead. If you ask some of the neocons, they will tell you it's still not over and we have to go back. Yeah. And the war on the climate will be the same exact way. Well, I, I got a big kick out of what uh, Trump said about Bolton. He said when he had him in there, he said he was kind of good because they were scared of him because they knew all he wanted to do was go into war. <laughs> so he, said yeah. he was sitting there. He said, I can negotiate because they were all afraid I was going to listen to Bolton over there. But you know what you said about the land? They've already said that with in Maui, that the government's going to buy all that land up. So that's already a done deal there. They're going to, yeah. yeah, I mean, they've said it and it's going to happen because yeah. it's destroyed. And uh, for now, instead of going in there and saying, we're going to help re rebuild this forest, we're going to help redo this, they're just, well, we're going to buy it. And that's what happened in the 93 flood here in the state of Missouri. The government decided to, the state started buying up all that property and it can never, ever go back into farmland. No, and it will never get turned over to private citizens again. Again, your rights, once they are gone, are gone forever. The government does not backtrack. And, and that is my fear when it comes to the, the gas stove bans, the gas hot water heater bans. Look at something as simple as, as, as Obamacare. Twelve years later, there is no evidence it worked. In fact, all the evidence shows that it is way more expensive your average American is paying two and three times what we used to pay for insurance. Is there any effort to, to backtrack? Is there any effort to say, woof, look, we had good intentions, folks, but we blew it. We so, messed up bad. Nope. And it will be the same with the hot water heaters and the combustion engine and the stoves. That Your freedom and, and property and rights, once they are gone, are gone forever. And that will be the new normal. Just like Obamacare is our new normal. Hey, look, Beth Ann. That's what healthcare costs these days. You just got to deal with it. Well, That's at least they, they renamed you. it. It's not affordable healthcare. It's Obama healthcare, and nothing Obama ever did was affordable for the no. American people. No, never, never. Yeah. So. No, and that's why we have to continue to fight. But absolutely, but let we me cannot end stop. with a happy story. All right. Yes, please. Unrelated, completely, but it made me think of your. Um, uh, father saying that the ovens had to stay on because they were more expensive to bring back up the temperature. So they stayed on for Evan? Yes. That is why Italians eat lasagna at Christmas time. Because uh, uh, Italian families back in the day in, in, in Italy didn't have ovens. But the baker had the day off and he kept his ovens on. And that is why you brought your lasagna to get baked. So for my Italian friends and my mom is Sicilian, that's why we eat lasagna at Christmas time. I like lasagna. <laughs> I do. I love lasagna. <laughs> so that's a great story food for me. History keep, for you. keep those ovens going. Keep that soup a heating, and let's keep bringing America home. God bless you, Daniel. Thank you so much for all that you do, and let's keep America informed about this climate emergency. Don't I don't want anybody to be taken by surprise because what fools are we who cannot see the forest for the trees? We must stand and bring America home. Thank you, Daniel. Oh. 
CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk Radio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at DGSCoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions. Government micromanaging our lives? But do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit csctalkradio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home. 